1: I am Professor
0: Snipe, and this is the Potterhood Podcast with Nico Wright, and Rear Posnan. Poznan. You're here
1: to enjoy the subtle science and exact art of podcasting. As there's a little foolish wand raving here, many of you will hardly believe this is magic. However, for those select few who possess the predisposition,
0: enjoy the show. <laughs>
1: Y'all ready? Yeah. Will you ready? I'm ready. Max, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> hey, 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 Nico, what's up? You ready? Oh shit, I'm ready. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, haven't said that. My name's Nico White.
0: I'm Will Posman. I was watching you perform the <laughs> intro. <laughs> I was just like an audience member. I was just like, wow, he's performing it like a Quentin Tarantino movie. This is the intro.
1: And then he said that this is the Potterhood podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It is me, myself, Nico White, the best podcast producer in podcast production history, Max Marcus, and best podcast co-host and co-founder in the history of podcast co-hosts and co-founders. Will, Posnan, family, how? Are y'all? I'm
0: I'm doing pretty good. It's been a good week. Uh, hopefully, I'll have something uh, exciting to announce soon. I think I do. And uh, hey. yes, yeah, so stay tuned. Maybe maybe in May, there'll be something coming.
1: Well, y'all keep y'all ears glued here for May to see if something cool comes our way. Max, how about you, bro? What's going on?
2: I got a, a new job at a Korean fried chicken place in hey. Brooklyn. So if you dope. want and fried chicken, uh, come to Mad for Chicken in Brooklyn. That's what I got going on.
1: I, I, hey, dog, if I ever, if ever I'm in that godforsaken place, I'm coming right to where you <laughs> are to get some of that chicken.
2: Pretty good chicken.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. Ain't nobody gonna ask me how I'm doing?
2: How, 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 are, you doing, how are you doing, Nico?
1: <laughs> nah, y'all rude, fam. Y'all rude <laughs> as hell, bro. <laughs> um, I'm okay. I have... um. I go in today to start um, filming on this thing that I landed, so that's fun. oh congratulations what's the what can you tell us about the thing? I can tell you that I play somebody that will hopefully be able to get resurrected, and I will leave it at that, okay, yeah,
0: but that's it's kind of it, interesting,
1: yeah, man. It should be fun. I get to play somebody that's just like a shit talker, so right up my alley, okay. Gotcha. They're gonna let me ad lib a little bit. I I, I learned <laughs> my lines and shit. I'm off book, so I think I'm okay. I well, got awesome. Call time is eleven, so it's like twelve hours. But we good. We okay. So far as I know, and we hope for more okayness.
0: No, that sounds pretty cool. This sounds uh, this sounds like is this uh
1: a movie? Is it a movie? I don't think it's a movie, but it might be television one day. Okay, cool, cool. It might be. So, fingers crossed, motherfuckers, because Lord knows we need it. (laughs) 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 But, having said that, ladies and gentlemen, this is a new episode of the Hood Podcast. I'm going to let Will lead us in on this one. Will, what the heck are we talking about today?
0: Well, uh, we're um, recording this on April 21st and uh, w- you know, I think that uh, something really important happened over the last week and uh, we can talk about it. We can talk about it in the context of Harry Potter or not in the context of Harry Potter, but it's like a, it's a big moment. Um, I think when, you know, all I can say is that I think that uh, leading up, to the court case and, um, the, uh, leading up to like the verdict being read, I was kind of thinking the worst was going to happen. And I think that, you know, at this point, it's like worth noting when not the worst happens. And, uh, that's how I look at it. Like, okay, well, the worst didn't happen. So maybe there's. I don't know. I look at it like maybe there's more room for optimism. Maybe like some choices might get made that might be correct moving forward.
1: Got you. Got you. Now, that's where you are in this. um, Max, how are you feeling today? This April
2: 21st, 2021. I mean, I was expecting the worst. I mean, I was like, it's so obvious that he's guilty. But like, I was like, not that... uh, confident in uh the jury of minnesotans (laughs) if i'm being honest um but um you know i thought that uh i was of the opinion that if he was i was hope obviously i hope he was guilty if he was found innocent i thought uh minneapolis would have burned which i would not have had any complaints about i would have thought that was probably the right thing to do in that situation yeah um i have no complaints about um i think um, it would have burned here too in Mm -hmm. Newark New York would have burned too yeah I mean all of it I would have been fine I would have been understanding I think we would have felt
0: yeah that was when I was you know outside and stuff that day in Newark that was the vibe of just like this means a lot to you know Yeah, it would be an insane slap in the face for the verdict to be innocent of anything because we all watched the video Yeah. Yeah, but at the same time you go this slap in the face has happened before So it was very, yeah, it felt very tense in in Newark. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that it wasn't the worst possible outcome.
1: Okay. So now, brethren, I hear y'all. I hear y'all loud and clear. And I'm happy that y'all got that. Legit. And I hope it's not underwhelming that that's, what my thoughts are but like legit i'm happy that people got those feelings that y'all got out of this i felt none of that optimism none of it just because it's like yes i'm glad that the trash gets to go to jail but the fact that it had to be the fact that we all thought the fact that we all kind of thought we knew that they were going to come back and say not guilty or hung jury, or something like that. The fact that I kind of think the worst did happen because the same day, later on that night, we find out there's a 15 year old girl that got shot in the chest four times by a cop. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, It's like, how do I put it? You almost can't win for losing. Like, it made my mom cry, dog. You know what I'm saying? On some, like, I'm tired of seeing this type of shit. And you go, you get these hard extremes of emotion. Because it's almost like when Biden won. Like, people were honking the cars in the street. You know what I'm saying? Like, Harlem makes sounds. You know what I'm saying? Harlem makes sounds of the heart all the time. So, to hear the sound of the heart a happy way just early in the day is great, but also being able to hear that like gasp of no. And this one is even more different in that this is a 15 year old girl, there's a certain type of protection that we put on, you know what I'm saying on women in our society in general, our daughters in particular, you popped a 15-year-old little girl that called you. Mm -hmm. You understand? So, I don't know. I don't have... um, I just don't see it in that way yet. I see it as, like, a late... I don't even want to call it a victory because, it's like, it's not. You did what you are supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? This motherfucker was supposed to go. Ju- in fact, he was supposed to be dragged out of his goddamn house and beaten in the streets violently. You know what I'm saying? That see that, that's, that's where I'm at because I'm tired of seeing good people be put in danger for no reason. For no reason. All the good cop myth mythology and all that bullshit, I'm tired of seeing the quote good cop being put in danger. I'm tired of having to watch these kids have to be put in danger protesting. When these motherfuckers, these people, these criminals that are just wearing fucking badges ought to be expendable. Of course, Chauvin had to go to jail. Motherfucker, you're expendable. They couldn't risk. They couldn't risk saying not guilty this time but understand that they would have, if anything would have been a little different, if sports were playing last year, there's a good chance the Chauvin wouldn't do a day in jail, bro. Yeah. Because it's already happened before. And then they dropped it. You know, they don't plan it, but it's like, come on, come on. And then the way that they frame it, I thought about that. Um, when was it? Two days ago. Because they found they found the they found the white kid that got killed by the cops recently, right? For no reason. And people make a thing that, you know, you don't hear about this blah, blah, blah. Right. And I I don't necessarily mean blah, blah, blah. But you you know, what yeah. I'm there are people that are, oh people don't don't notice this. And it's like, that's because instead of the media making this what it is that They have a problem. The entire organization has a problem against civilians. You know what I'm saying? Now, the liberty that they take in killing blacks for the most meager offenses is crazy. But when you look at the numbers, they're killing everyone. Look at how ready they were to beat our asses yesterday. Yeah. That's the part people aren't talking about. All that preparation is prep to whoop your ass. Yeah,
0: that we're paying for. It's, yeah.
1: Okay? All that security they were going to set up, all that shit, all those guards and all that would, would have been there to quote-unquote protect. No, they were there to whoop your ass in case you would have reacted to the feelings that you had.
0: Dude, they protect the buildings from the people. That's what the... The citizens pay for people to protect the buildings from the citizens.
1: Uh, uh, right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm for for feeling, for rightfully feeling away about obvious bullshit. Mm-hmm. In a country that goes to war for less, we literally yeah. go to war for less. Yeah.
0: No, it's uh...
1: if any of these officers were wearing some sort of garb and spoke a foreign language and did the same thing and claimed to have worked with an organization, this country would have sponsored the destruction of the entire organization. Yeah, yeah. Now that's, that's just the culture. That's not. That's not even. I ain't even putting nothing in there. That's what we would have done.
0: Yeah, no, the, it's, um, it's it's crazy. What it's disgusting? Yeah,
1: it's crazy. What we're used to. Yes. Think about what we're used to, fam. Think about what we're used to. Think about the fact that people feel so paralyzed under. Man, dog, I'm telling you, we ain't gonna be able to air this fucking podcast. So,
0: no, no. So, so what do you think? Is like for me, I go what's going to happen from this. And I go so far, nobody's stepped backwards for no reason. Like a few people have like, you know how, when people take the the one step forward, the inclination is to take the one step backward, Mm -hmm. but people aren't really, I it's, I don't know. You kind of feel it with certain things where it's like people might be willing to not step backward and maybe step forward again at least in some places, like, I mean, even if you look at uh, a place like Camden, it's like they did, they just stepped forward, you know?
1: Right. See, it's complicated though, right? Because as you step forward and someone else steps back, if you're not paying attention to who's standing behind you as you're moving forward, you might get taken from behind. What I mean by that? In a lot of places, the cops are responding way later. Way later. I got friends, the EMTs, bro. They get to the buildings now sometimes so much sooner than the cops. That is bothering them. Hmm. Not to say that there's, there's any organizing. Who know? Who the fuck knows? Could it just be that much crime. But if you have that stuff happening. And you're moving forward, but nothing's changing, then what? You can pass a law, but when you shooting a 15 year old girl four fucking times, and then you look back and you taunt the people that are watching you. Yeah. On some shit like, oh, like whatever. Yeah. No, it's not okay. To look back after you murdered a fucking child and to look back at the people that saw you murder a child and you utter the words blue lives matter and that's nothing against the cops this is all to say what type of fucking sociopaths are you protecting? Yeah. He killed a child, dog. That's that. That's right up there with fucking Dylan Roof and whoever else. Yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse. I had man, look. Yeah, so for me, no, I don't have any of those positive feelings after the verdict. I feel like it's ballooned past the point of ridiculousness, and. I don't like how it's making people feel. you know what I'm saying. Like people can only see that shit so many times before they break. Yeah, and I hope they aren't driving the kids to breaking. Because I think you're on, right. I didn't I think even, on that side, yeah. they've already broke. On that side, they've already broke, you're broken. But the fact that I know that if you're not wearing that blue badge? And you would have did that exact same thing. You might not have made it out of that area. The fact that people are so frightened—it's that shit that makes me mad. Yeah. Because yeah, Yeah. sure you can record George Floyd, but listen to the, the girls that were recording George Floyd. The people that were recording George Floyd are almost gasping as much as he was, bro.
0: Yeah. I mean, people don't... Uh,
1: that's a different level of fear, man. Yeah. They were paralyzed. These people watched watch this motherfucker shoot a child four times.
0: So And th- didn't
1: throw a brick at this motherfucker.
0: Do you think that that's where people actually start thinking about this in terms of, like, literally how negative of an effect that the
1: cops are having on people's lives. I mean, it's the day they, they got something. I, yeah, I tr- that's how I feel too. I truly don't know what they could do. What I do know is that you should not keep letting this happen. Like this shouldn't take a year. Yeah. This shouldn't take a year. The George Floyd thing took way too long. And it's like man, I, ju- I just don't understand how you can find out where a celebrity lives and you motherfuckers will pull up to their house and stalk these people that only give you things you enjoy. I can't listen to a third Pop Smoke album. Yeah. Because it ain't going to be one. But yet this motherfucker was able to leave after killing a 15-year-old girl via shooting her four times in the chest. Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck that verdict. Fuck these people. Fuck off fuck these people that claim to care because again they let them leave a cop watched a cop shoot a 15 year old girl what are we doing (laughs) who are you people it's cannibalism and I don't give a fuck that the girl was carrying a steak knife She's 15. Yeah.
0: No, it's it's Dog. insane.
1: She wasn't even chasing this motherfucker. And even if she was, run. Yeah. It's sensory overload. You just shot the other boy, what, last week? Yeah. And it's not that I can't remember the names. is that it's too many names to fucking remember. And the yeah. other part is, it's not even just because they're black. It's the fact that these motherfuckers keep doing it.
0: Yeah, there has to be somebody who can just fire the cops. You can't have this thing where the cops are outside of the purview of the city. Yeah. I mean, it's shit. It's yeah, you're right. This process, I mean, I it mean is, it's ridiculous.
1: I mean, I mean, you can. We cannot keep saying shit like these things exist. Like a good cop exists, and you watched this motherfucker and didn't at least push him when you yeah. heard the shots ring out in the direction of a 15 year old girl.
2: Yeah, I mean- nobody. Go ahead, Matt. I think part of the issue is you see they talk about like, oh, there's like it's mostly good cops. But what we we really see is like when cops like try to call out like the bad cops, they Mm -hmm. get hazed out and fired. Yeah. So that's where the good cops are, are let go. And that's yeah,
1: the fire. And look at what look at what you're left with. Look at what you're left with.
2: The bar's so low. I think that's the thing to, to take from this is that it's like, we mm-hmm. just need to like raise the bar of what it is to be a cop. I, I mean, I, I think th- a few cities have I done this. You, fi- you fire all the cops and then you rehire with like a higher standard. Yeah.
0: I also think that uh, that some of the things that are traditions are not in the interest of the public. Like if you look at like a practice, like overtime, the idea that you get pay and a half- when you're over 10 hours in a row working like these, this environment is being set up for them not to be optimal at the job. Like cops should have very short shifts and with sleep between them and you should have more of them doing less and doing more helpful stuff in communities and not like only stuff that, you know, drawing tape around a body or whatever, like literally, Building and fixing stuff in communities, like they should be. Learn to weld. Yes, yeah. Just somebody. You need people who are there to help.
1: Like, and, let uh, these motherfuckers do something else besides see crime. Maintenance, maybe. And I'm yeah. not. And I'm not even being on the bullshit. I'm like legit. Give them something. Else. Go pet bunnies on Fridays, bro. Appreciate life. But but if you out here shooting a 15 year old little girl, then. For, for me, for me, what happens to you? I could care less. Don't yeah, tell me agree. about what the kids do. Don't tell me about what buildings they burnt down. You killed a child. Countries have been destroyed for less. Yeah. Straight up and down and motherfuckers that act like it's so crazy when you bring that stuff up. No, you got to stop playing with these people. Yeah, you can't keep killing people's fucking kids while also dragging people like Dylan Roof in the Burger King.
0: I mean, they they know exactly what that image is that they're pushing forward
1: when they do that. So does the media? Yeah, don't get it twisted. All of these things, they I want to know if there's a way to find out how much they make off of. Black suffering in particular than suffering in general. I want to know the black part because I'm selfish, but in general, because I truly want to know.
0: I don't know how any of us are going to see these statistics, even if.
1: Trillions of dollars. But yeah. look at what people respond to. They only respond to those extreme highs or those extreme lows. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't even let any of the news come out yesterday. The fact that that shit turned into a TV show disgusted me. Yeah. It's disgusting. It is. People were waiting on the edge of their... That's right up there with that Michael Jackson documentary for me. Yeah. I couldn't believe motherfuckers would watch an episode two of that nasty shit. Yeah. Just like I couldn't believe people were glued to the TV. You let this motherfucker... We really let people show a recording of a lawyer who has the most, uh, let me not say punchable face, but of a lawyer who tried to say that the man died because of drugs. And first of all, the drugs that he showed, the pills that he showed, swear to God, looked like the old generic brand of Tylenol they would (laughs) give my grandma when she left the doctor's office. Now, if Floyd had something, it had methamphetamine in it. Um, what pills don't, I mean, it, uh,
0: it's ridiculous because the whole murder was on tape. It was, was I mean, the whole thing was on tape. It's like, yo, uh, if I could
1: breathe for nine minutes, bro, I probably not have died.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just, you're watching a guy be strangled to death, like with the, you know, with pressure on their neck, you know,
1: put that on television. Floyd's daughter Will have to do interviews for the rest of her fucking life where they bring up the most traumatic part of her childhood over and over and over again before asking her about her day. Yeah. That's the society we live in. We live in a society where fucking media will legit behind. This something that y'all may or may not know, that before they do an interview with these people, they'll play them prompts and shit off camera. So that means the same video that you see at home of George Floyd or whoever it is being kneeled on, being shot, being brutalized. They play that for the fucking family before they interview them for you. That's what we do to people that live here. That's crazy. They interview Biggie Biggie's mom almost every fucking year and ask her about the biggest tragedy in her life.
0: Why do you think she says yes to the interviews?
1: Who knows? Who knows? Why do people watch a fucking court show for fucking 15 hours? This chronicling a bullshit case that should have never even been in discussion.
0: Yeah. Well, the reason is because a lot of people assume that the worst possible thing would happen. And
1: and the right, bro. Right. For good reason. They assume that because that's what happens here. (laughs) Yeah. That's the point. The fact that motherfuckers will kill each other. I'm talking about citizens. Fuck black, white. Will kill each other. Motherfuckers will will come out and tell you straight out, if you ain't from here and you come over here and you do some bullshit, you will not leave here. And yet this man shot a 15-year-old girl. Four times in her chest. 15 year old girl got shot four times in her chest by a cop that she called. Her crime, holding a fucking steak knife. Dead. And his instinct was to look up at the onlooking crowd and say blue lives matter after murdering a child. So when you think about that, no, this place is sick. That's some sick shit. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's sick. And the fact that's all that people see and they act like the kids are crazy. No, it makes sense. We got a gun problem. Of course you do. Look at what you showed them. Yeah. The last thing they saw in the news was hyper opposites of the best emotion and then the worst one. Hey, look at the thing that mattered. Oh no, it didn't. Yeah. I don't know, dog. This shit weird. I'm no, sorry. I've been right. talking forever. Go ahead. You have the floor now.
0: No, you're right. Um, I didn't think about... Cause I stopped watching TV. Yeah. I stopped watching TV. Like after the the verdict too, but (laughs) then, yeah, I mean, I did see that story and I was like, okay, maybe they'll press charge. Like, I didn't even want to think about what, about it, but I understand that. Like that's, you know, if they fumble then that one, it's like, then this, what was this even about? This was, and that's what I'm worried about too. But now we're talking again about like, should I expect the worst, which is for them to fumble the next one. Right. And if, if like, if that's my mentality, it's like, when does that ever, when do I ever get to change? Like, is there ever going to be a point where I can just go, okay, human beings got this that's what i like can that happen at some point you know
1: of course it can of course it can happen is it happening
0: no for sure it's not happening right now but right. like it's happening a little bit less than when like it's just happening a little bit less than when trump was in charge you can just feel it it's a little bit less toxic a little bit less not much a hair
1: hidden hidden and in- Something being hidden from you doesn't mean there's less of it. Okay. A rich motherfucker could hide money from you and tell you that they're broke. Sure. Fifty cents happened probably fifty cent was bankrupt, right?
0: <laughs>
1: bankrupt than a motherfucker sleeping on a Lamborghini sized pile of money.
0: <laughs> no, for sure. He is.
1: So I'm not I'm not saying this, um, and not less toxic. I'll say, what's said to be toxic is less popular. Is allowed to be less popular in public. Okay. So that means in private, oh, it's going down. My yeah. private is going down. They're going extra hard. Gotcha. They're going extra hard. It's such a waste of energy. <laughs> But by that same token, maybe all this is a waste of energy. Maybe if motherfuckers realize, yo, if we got rid of across the board, people that are like this, motherfuckers that would kill a child, we, should not, we shouldn't have to wait. I don't care what your job is, bro. I don't care what your job is. That's not a trial that should take four months. Yeah. That's not a trial that should take two weeks. Immediately, you should be out of here. For sure. But I don't even think this bitch has been fired already.
0: Which, the newest one? The newest Yeah, one. he's not fired yet. I don't right. think so.
1: Right. So I care more about what you do to the kids than an adult anyway. And that's no, you know, that's nothing against what we got to get yesterday because I don't want to pull from what that was. Yeah. No, I hear but you. Even then, we ain't get... Mm. Brianna Taylor's family still ain't have, don't have anything as far as justice is concerned. Yeah. I also don't want to see this be used as like that one case, and as they're propping that one case up, all these other cases get swept under the rug, and that's not even talking about the people on the other side that we don't have the urgency to talk about sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. I think the whole shit is weird. But I'm happy that Eric Shelvin's going to jail, and I hope that um it's the worst time of his life in the worst way possible. I think it will be. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. I hope so. I don't I hope, know. I hope, I hope. I hope the food is bad, laced with shit. Yeah, you know I'm saying. I man, oh god, I couldn't. Yo, mm. Mm. tell you what, let's all thank God. Our imaginations can not dictate someone else's life. <laughs> because i would have some repenting to do before god let me through the gates because that motherfucker would go it would be bad
0: okay (laughs) yeah no i can imagine i think nobody uh nobody's rooting for that guy
1: oh some people are but they probably don't listen to this (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true yeah a black black host (laughs) a jewish (laughs) co-host jewish producer on a show about magic, she did. <laughs> <And>
2: <laughs> I mean, I they would have to really... Like, I mean, my hope is that, like, for the next one, it doesn't take a year.
1: Yeah, man, likewise.
2: Um, and honestly, I think, I don't know who it was. Maybe it was, like, um Tra- Trayvon's mom or something. Mm-hmm. But I think the more people who, like, have family members that have been, like, taken away, especially from law enforcement... Run for public office. I mean, that's the big thing. I think yeah. that's like what I want to see more. Because yeah. then, the more of that there is, the less will happen. I think.
1: I, I just want to see more support and more scrutiny on these motherfuckers, just in general, bro. Because they're killing everybody. I, I just can't want... can't keep screaming that shit. I'm, I'm sorry, Will.
0: Well, I just, I just want uh, people like I want mayors to be able to reimagine policing and try to do different things. Cause what's happening now isn't working. Yeah. And for that to happen, um, yeah. Mayors will have to be able to be in charge of their police forces instead of like the police union being yeah. this thing that operates above the city.
1: Right. And they got to find some sort of way to do like, I don't know, maybe gun amnesty or something. If they really want to get them, get them things off the streets.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can get, like, look at how they, when they gentrify a neighborhood, what do they do? They just invest money into it. That's really, Mm -hmm. like, you invest money, you rebuild, you build things in accordance with what's most profitable in the moment. And, like, now you have this updated neighborhood, so you can just do that thing. I mean, you know, the whole way that crime is imagined at a state level is just, it's so fucked up. Cause it's like indeed they police the cities a lot and the cities are what make the state the most money but they police the cities a lot then there's no police presence in the suburbs mm-hmm. but the suburbs are safe why if there's no cops why? oh it's safe because you have basically like you've uh you've priced out a certain kind of criminal and another kind of criminal you turn a blind eye to. Nobody's like policing the suburbs for white collar
1: crimes. It's, it's as easy as giving the kids something to do, structures to play on, places to go, food of health standard to eat, of proper health standard to eat. Because the difference between Whole Foods and C-Town is still crazy. Yeah still crazy like absolutely ridiculous.
0: i mean dude food should not even be a thing that breaks the bank in any context like can't we just subsidize yeah. food
2: can't yeah. <laughs> food be a
0: thing that's pretty much free like
1: no this is america people well, why can't we start? socialize
0: food people can still some people can have 900 lamborghini jackets i don't know what whatever is like an expensive thing some people can have yeah I'm just going to quote hip hop stuff. Some people can have paddocks, you know, yeah, yeah. but like there can be all of these other things that only rich people can have like Lamborghinis or whatever, but can food be just be food, for everybody. Water,
1: food, water, and housing. How Apple. about this?
0: I go to the supermarket, whatever I want, I leave with it. And then just the government pays for it. And we build one less aircraft carrier and all the food for everybody is subsidized.
1: You again? You you would think at this point point, less war and at all food subsidies. You would think we'd realize, yo, we're all human, nigga. COVID just <laughs> killed us indiscriminately. Yeah, that shit ain't give a fuck what you look like. <laughs> it only was going lung shopping. Yeah, okay, and killed there and killed everybody across the board. How? Why are we still fighting? Yeah what 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 is it dog what what's wrong?
0: It's just nostalgia It's just people have an idea of like what an American is, mm-hmm. and sometimes they don't go, yeah, but that could be a lot nicer that could be a lot more fun to live with than Man. what this thing we're clinging to of like you a know Team sports, like conservative
1: liberal, it's just team sports. It's all, ma- it's all masochism, I think. Motherfuckers yeah. Like, it. it's weird. I think ah, it's just a
0: distraction.
1: Yeah, yeah, it might be. 100% might be. All right, let's uh get into some, some sort of Harry Potter type of conversation. <laughs> well.
0: Th- I don't know if this is relevant or not, but I I had a game where we uh, say if characters are not toxic, a little toxic, medium toxic, or very toxic. And uh, we're starting with maybe who some might say is the most toxic character in the series, but maybe not. We'll find out now. We're starting with Voldemort, not toxic, (laughs) a little toxic, toxic, or very toxic.
1: Okay, so... It's all in how you look at it, right? (laughs) Because I guess if you can say Voldemort was doomed from the beginning, then was he toxic? If he was fated to be (laughs) this way from the very start, then was he toxic? Because it was almost suggested that he almost had no choice but to be what he was considering how he was conceived. Like the act of getting him into the world was so ridiculous. (laughs) Someone else's will. It was only going to go left so is that his toxicity or is that his destiny i can't say that i know this is just me ass pulling trying to make a case for Voldemort. but if i had to give you my actual knee-jerk reaction i would go very toxic just because of his effect on the world especially when you think of how much of an effect that person could have had if they were positive
0: you can In make the a way case we very toxic positive. For sure, Voldemort, you can make a case for very toxic. I mean, anytime you can go, well, because of his effect on the world, which was just murder and destruction and greed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What I mean, but I'm also also an American and look at our, you know, fingerprint on the world. Murder, destruction and greed. Yeah. And I'm a proud American.
0: (laughs) And Voldemort was very proud as well.
1: And I'm just saying, there's some people that might describe us proud Americans as deaf Eaters. Yeah, for sure. And, and maybe not the Bellatrix kind, because we don't do anything, but the ones that sit back and eat at the Malfoy manner. Oh, we just oh, yeah. ain't in the room where they do, um, where they, you know, murk the teacher.
0: I think the actress who played that lady died over the weekend.
1: Oh, no.
0: Yeah, there was a Harry Potter actor. I think it was the one who played Narcissa Malfoy. That's what you were saying when you said eat at the Malfoy Manor.
1: Ah, that was Yeah. R.I.P. I
0: I think, yeah, R.I.P. for sure.
1: First, I hope it's not true.
0: Now, one... uh, Yep, Helen McCrory. R.I.P. Helen McCrory. uh, She died five years. 5 days ago Narcissa Malfoy Damn I
1: know R.I.P. Goat you did a great job It was my... great
0: but that is that is kind of like an American attitude of just like yeah. I'm gonna sit with the Malfoy and I'll make the money and I'll just worry about my kid that's how I'll feel like a, I mean she's kind of like Tony Soprano like as long as she can worry about her kid she doesn't really have to be a good person
1: and I mean, that's most the Amer- that's most Americans in general, but that's people. That's and people. her
0: character gets redeemed by J.K. Rowling. I mean, her character gets redeemed. I think yeah. in that series,
1: Dep- all depending on how you look at it, right?
0: Yeah, it's certainly had, not a strong redemption like Slughorn.
1: Yeah, because like he had a deep like Slughorn was regretful of what he did from the moment he did it, and I don't think did anything else after that. He's like, like a understand. Canadian. <laughs> <But> <laughs> they yeah, know what man. they did <laughs> so yeah i i can't ah uh, yeah i'm gonna I'm say voldemort is definitely all the way toxic but as far as impact on the world i'm done being a hypocrite shit
0: i uh i wanted to say very to- or i wanted to say not toxic at the gate but then i thought about it so voldemort has the relationship with the lady who he steals the hufflepuff horcrux from mm-hmm. um And that relationship is incredibly manipulative and it ends with him killing her and taking her most prized possession. So that by itself is a very toxic young man. If I introduce you to a guy and I go, well, he did, you know, he did date this six year old woman and murder her in his last relationship. You go, okay, he's pretty toxic.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I'd say that. Yeah, I definitely say that.
0: And then uh, some of the other toxic things he does. uh, Well, I think like his power dynamics with his like relationships with Death Eaters Mm -hmm. are not the most toxic. It's it's very clear that he goes, I'm above you guys. And there's no changing that. And I'm not
1: going to be straightforward with you. Um, So you just you know, you just don't care about the fact that. He'll torture them from time to time. Now that mean nothing to you. I mean,
0: it's a little toxic. So that is the thing, okay. is that he has all the power and he still insists on flaunting it in a way that's really, it seems like his ego is uh, a little out of whack. So, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Voldemort, very toxic.
1: Got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. Well, Max, we finally come around to the conclusion that Tom Ravallo Riddle really is <laughs> very toxic. Now, Max, I know that might shock you, but bro, what you think?
2: He's I mean he's very top he's a murderer, so I think I don't, I don't know.
1: Max is like, yeah, I don't even know why y'all play it like this.
2: It's gonna be great uh section. <laughs> right.
1: All right, who else we got, man? I actually like this game a lot. Thank we God got- some Levity shit.
0: Ron Weasley. Ron Weasley. Not toxic, a little toxic, toxic, or very toxic.
1: See, you sons of bitches are gonna stop playing like this, okay? <laughs> right while right right after Voldemort, we had to go around. We you know what? I'ma mute myself and I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let y'all go on with this sacrilege first. Please proceed, okay. Max, <laughs> if you can be bothered to stay awake long <laughs> enough to proceed.
2: <laughs> um you know, like what were the, it's medium toxic. I, I don't yeah, think it's, it's not like super toxic. Oh, you
1: couldn't I even mean, bother I, to listen, huh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've had like th- five options and then three options at different times. I feel like this is not on. It's ongoing. very clear. It's uh...
1: I, I ain't gonna lie to you. You you might be a hundred percent right on that, man, but whatever. <laughs> All right. So it's not toxic,
2: a little toxic, toxic, <laughs> or very toxic. I'll go a little toxic. I don't think he's I uh, I don't think he's that <laughs> toxic. Um, he gets uh he gets weird and angry at times um but you know that's also maybe that he's like a kid for most of it so I don't know I might I might say not toxic actually I, I think you can't hold like teenage shit against people so I'm going to say not toxic
1: There you oh, go Oh man well Wait you, no I'm revealing my bias Go ahead Will
0: Well if you can't <laughs> hold teenage shit against people then it goes it's really nah, tough to evaluate any of the say, teenagers bro. Because we don't know much about them. It's like, oh, well, clean slate for uh, for Pansy Parkinson over there. But so I would say Ron definitely toxic, definitely toxic. Uh, I think that all the stuff with Harry, where he's like every year he had to find a reason to be mad at Harry. Had to find
1: a reason. Harry almost got his family killed every year.
0: Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, you know, Harry's an orphan. He's figuring out this friendship thing on the fly. Let's cut him some slack.
1: I mean, Ron, too. Ron felt like an orphan.
0: Yeah, but I mean, that's only because... Ron's a misogynist, so he won't be best (laughs) friends with his sister. All of them, all the other ones got a pair. It's very blatant. I mean, besides Percy, nobody wanted to pair with Percy. But you got Charlie and Bill at the top. You got the twins. And then Ron, just pair with Ginny. She's open to it. But nope, Ron, you can't see past the whole gender dynamics. So now you're feeling like an orphan. He never had a right to feel like an orphan. How about that?
1: Well, I, I hear you, but um, I'll just say this. He brought Hermione into the group kind of well, and then wasn't all that bad to Hermione. So maybe it was something about Jenny, or maybe it was the <laughs> fact that Molly was quite vocal about how she wanted a daughter and got a daughter, kind of started treating <laughs> treating Ron differently. Anyhow, all that this aside, a great point. because this is the Podhood Podcast, and you are a co-host here, brother, I'm not even going to disagree with you, Matt. Okay. I'm not well, going to disagree with I disagree you. with me now. So No, 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 no no, no. <laughs> no, no. I want you to keep your point.
0: Okay. And so, I won't cut
1: you off any further. Go ahead. Well, I mean,
0: the lavender brown thing uh, is, I don't know if it's toxic or not. It, I don't know. Here's, here's how I feel about it. I think that the toxic part, I'm going to be completely transparent. Ugh. That... The toxic thing for Ron is trying to go straight from Lavender to Hermione like he was making a point. He was like, okay, Lavender was just to get back to, back at you for Victor Crumb. Now we're dating. And it's like, that shit was weird, man. Honestly, he should have went from, okay, I dated Lavender. Me and Hermione are going to be friends for a while before I just push this like, and now we're dating. I don't know. That shit was weird to me. Nico uh, and Max are, okay. So I don't have anything other than that. That was weird to me.
2: Do you, are you going to defend that action? I mean, I'll just say that uh, I guess my thing of like, uh, <laughs> don't, don't, don't like the team, you can't be toxic as, as a team. I guess that writes off like most of the, like the, the series, right? <laughs> Not being able to be toxic, so I'll take that one back because that—that's uh, <laughs> the whole book. I mean, that's like everyone but the teachers. So, um, no, I mean, also my original thing. I, I mean, I think he's a little toxic, but I don't think he's like—I um, don't think—I don't think it's that bad.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. he gets better. I don't think—I um, don't think the kid is toxic. I think he's a kid. <laughs> okay. I think Ron. I think all of Ron's aggressions make perfect sense. To where I would say, if you're talking toxicity, I guess I would need to know how you describe it. Because Voldemort, definitely toxic because of, again, his impact on the people around him. Ron, for the most part, had a positive impact on the people around him. Harry, definitely. He gave Harry a surrogate family, gave Harry his first friend. Hermione, him and Hermione go back like Cadillac seats. Sure, they aren't (laughs) the best married couple. Sure. But... I think that I think everything they got, they earned. Even the thing with Lavender Brown, it's like, who you know don't play like that? What girl you know don't play like that?
0: You know what I think in regards to Ron and Hermione? Shoot. I think that it's not a great sign that Hermione couldn't get Ron past shop owner. Like, huh? Like, Ron didn't want to be a shop owner. That was him just fulfilling a role to his brothers out of guilt. Like, that wasn't a happy environment for him. That wasn't his shop, you know? He was, like, tending his brother's shop out of a sense of obligation for his whole life.
1: It was probably hard for Ron to feel like he had any identity at all.
0: And Hermione is killing it, and she can't even help Ron with that, but like she can't win one less election and have one less position to help Ron figure out like that next
1: thing. Well and I guess the she's the president <laughs> right. but I guess the argument to your very um, toxic thoughts would be, what if that's not Hermione's job? right? What if Hermione is only supposed to be the minister of magic and Ron is supposed to figure it out? But I think um, one thing we forget is that Ron is the ultimate sidekick, right? And that he probably takes some form of assisting kind of role whenever Hermione does something. That's true. So she always kind of leads, he follows. Whenever he led, he always kind of got in trouble on his own, but he always found his way back. I don't know, a really weird character. And I know we've done like cat discussion on Ron a bunch of times, but when you, when you think about how it all actually turns out really, really, really weird character, man, Do yeah. deserve more so much more than what he got. Yeah. If Curse child is canon, if they come back and redo it and like the Weasley's got some money, then Nico would be pretty happy.
0: Yeah. I I think that, we should Tragic. throw out the part of what their jobs were 25 years later. Like we should I just throw that out. I think that I agree. The, f- the future for Harry Potter can be maybe even better defined if we scope it around like a 2021 world, you know? Right. Or like what's going on in 2021 for them?
1: And well, what's the wizarding world in 2021?
0: Well, Yeah, I mean, I bet you there's usually some coinciding thing in uh, the Harry Potter universe. Like they have cute names (laughs) for all of the plagues of like, oh, and, you know, there was the bubonic plague. And then for the wizards, it's like and there was the dragon measles cough. And it's like some cute little coinciding thing for an event that
1: killed millions of people. I bet you Arthur Weasley got converted into a Trump supporter. I bet you. I bet you. <laughs> I bet you. No, no he did. not he, didn't. Yeah, he did. He I didn't say Arthur one, did. but like he definitely got converted for a little while. Like he went to a couple of those Q and A meetings. Was like, I don't see what the big problem is. Just <laughs> going to make sure the fairness was right.
0: <laughs> Man, yeah. But, I wonder what the what the Malfoy family is doing. You know that they're like behind Brexit somehow or something.
1: Hilarious. Um, well. <laughs> Lucius is probably somewhere hiding, you know what I'm saying. Trying yeah. to buy artifacts on the low. Draco's probably living his best life. He's probably he's probably um the prince. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. For Run. also reference, uh, Harry Potter I think would be turning uh, forty one this year.
1: Jesus, that nigga. Old.
2: <laughs>
1: Golly, so Dan Radcliffe has to be like mid thirties now, right?
2: Yeah, he's something like that.
1: Gee, we get old. Go ahead, Will. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean,
0: I think, so Harry would be 40-something. He'd be 41, you said? So yeah, he's they, got, like, a kid in third grade or something, second, third grade. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I think that Harry uh, – I, see, I always thought Harry should have been, like, a Quidditch coach or something. Ron should have been a cop.
2: I. Uh, that's – I don't think so. Especially after the rest of this episode, <laughs> it's like it's wrong. I, I think He's that Oh, you yeah. silly! Yeah.
1: Broom <laughs> <laughs> lives, man. <matter. laughs> Ron be on some bull. Uh, uh, no, I
0: think that that would be the wrong situation for Ron.
1: I think Ron. So really, you don't think Ron would have made a great aura. No, I think Ron should mm.
0: have been like pushed into doing creative things in the ministry and like creative problem solving, almost like Tyrion, what Tyrion does in game of Thrones. I go, if Ron was really pushing himself, he could be like Tyrion, but he just doesn't have the self-esteem. Like Ron comes up with the best list thing, not Hermione. Like Ron can figure out things that Hermione can't even figure out. So it's almost Uh like Ron should have had, you know, a role in
1: that. I'm. I'm gonna stick to my guns on this one. I think that Ron should have either went to, went on to be an aura, after after losing his brother the way he lost his brother. I think Ron would have went through the extremes. Right. He probably would have went into going being a dark wizard catcher a little bit um heavy handed, right. But I think he would have been somebody that learned their lesson that had to learn what that more tender touch is. Right. I don't think he would have went the route of Mad-Eye. I think he would have brought more people in alive or been known for bringing people in alive. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like
0: Kingsley, basically.
1: Right. Or I could see him going the route of defense against the dark arts teacher if somebody lifts that damn curse.
0: I think it's lifted once Voldemort dies. Oh,
1: perfect. So it's yeah, got be lifted. Yeah. yeah, I could definitely see Ron doing Do you think that,
0: I, this is funny, do you think yeah. that when they lifted the ban on Defense Against the Dark Arts, all of a sudden they had like a pool of 300 applicants <laughs> <laughs> who were all just waiting for the ban to be lifted? And they were like, now they're super serious applying for that job?
1: Nah, I don't think nobody wanted that shit. Bro. You think that they were still cautious? There was like, one guy had been doing it for four years and I would be like, you know, there was definitely people, they, they probably wait on the defense against the dark arts position. Like people waited on getting the vaccine.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: man, let me see how these first three teachers last <laughs> before I put in my application.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, man, I definitely think Ron would have been a great defense against the dark arts teacher if he would have decided to go that route.
0: Yeah, I you know think so too. I think he'd be a good teacher. Um, but I still think that like he has a skill with creative thinking and stuff that he could have thrived in like, a just like tactician. in a government.
1: Yeah. Massive, massive tactician. But see again, Ron is such a utility player that it's almost best to use him in time of war. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Considering his background. But again, I create creative dude. Is there. Also, if you put Ron and
0: Neville on the staff together, they're getting drunk every night. Like, that's a disaster.
1: (laughs) I think it's great. I think it's great. I think Neville needs somebody at Hogwarts with him just like that. Yeah. Otherwise, he just has to hang out with a bunch of teachers older than him. Yeah. And you know, McGonagall's never like, never
0: exactly treats Neville like a peer. She's never never exactly like, oh, and Mike, you know, she's always like a little bit. Condescending. I like,
1: taught him back when he was scared <laughs> of everything.
0: He, his pants would fall down when he would expel the yes.
1: Yeah, she does yeah. seem like, like that type. Like Neville's like, okay, all right, okay. All right, family. Uh, let's go into um one more of those and then let's um sort a of person and rap.
0: Cool. Uh what about Dumbledore for the last
1: one? Okay. Um, Toxic. <laughs> Dumb- Dumbledore's toxic because I think there was too much information that he didn't give the kids. And I think there's a lot of credit that he didn't give the kids for what they would have been able to handle mentally, especially considering the fact that Harry murdered somebody in the first year.
0: Yeah. I also think he's toxic because he never dated again because his first boyfriend <laughs> was a murderer and also like a, a wizard supremacist. I think like, you know, you can't assume that, uh, it's going to go that badly the second time. So yeah, I think that was pretty toxic too.
1: Gotcha. It's always good to know where your head is. Man.
0: <laughs> Max, what about you? What do you think for Dumbledore?
2: Um, yeah, I think he's probably, uh, pretty toxic. I think, um, I think, I think the relationship shit's not good. I think that it's like, uh, like, how far he's willing to just like bend over for, like, um, like a really like evil, like the pre Voldemort villain, like the worst guy up until him. How he's uh, right. just how close he would have been to maybe uh, abandoning the rest of the wizard world to follow that. I think if there's like a selfishness, um, with him, I think he, um, and yeah, and just the whole, um, kind of lying thing. I mean, I think he's, uh, he might be, I mean, he might be a little bit of uh a, a little bit of a sociopath. He's very charming and he's just like, you know what has to happen. The kid has to die. I mean, I don't know. So he, might be, he might be a little sociopathic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That the whole thing where he never really loses his cool, no matter how bad the situation is, a little mm. bit toxic when you're dealing with the fact that like He's got kids almost dying at his school every year. And he never leaves. he's just waking school. up every day, like,
2: ah,
1: McGonagall.
0: What are we Dude, doing today? Even the storing of the Philosopher's Stone in year one, like, it's just <laughs> absurdly toxic that you're going to put a thing that Voldemort most is interested in reclaiming <laughs> in a school full floor, of children guarded by a dog.
1: <laughs> Yo, and Door was just flaunting where it was. The yeah. third floor corridor on the left-hand side. <laughs> Literally all the kids in the school had
0: held up and, like, broken in and held up the Philosopher's Stone and just tossed it around for 30 minutes. Voldemort was, like, the last. Voldemort was having trouble breaking in, and he gets down there, there's, like, seven fifth years and the third year.
1: Idiot, man. Imagine, imagine how pissed you would be as Voldemort being Professor Quirrell You look back and see harry potter like so you just got down here everything i had to do you just got down here all right so who are we sorting my brother uh well i don't know are we sorting anyone uh
0: well i had a couple of ideas but none of them felt right you you know yeah Uh, because you like if you really think about it like all the other stories this week are kind of mm-hmm. like distraction stories. Right. You know, like, yeah. I don't really know if like, I shouldn't care about the Kim Kanye divorce. Like, yeah, I no, shouldn't I care about it at all. Right. It's like, okay. it's just a giant star thing, but who cares? You know, I hate it. So, so it's like a distraction.
1: Gotcha. We can end it there. Want cool. to wrap up? Yeah, let's have wrapped up. Yes, indeed. So ladies and gentlemen, this it's been the Potterhood Podcast. Max, where can they find you?
2: Uh, they can find me all social media, Max Marcus Comedy, uh, Max Cast Podcast, or Mad for Chicken in Williamsburg. I'll serve you chicken.
1: There you go. <laughs> you go. Will, where can they find you?
0: You can find me on Instagram, at Will Posnett.
1: And ladies and gentlemen, you can find me on Instagram, at white 93 That's at N-E-K-O-W-H-I-T-E-9-3 look at my new special dark out it's on youtube d-a-r-k-o-u-t and you can find my album on itunes it's called marcellus M a r s c e l l u s. check that out have a laugh on me guys we are the potterhood podcast i'm nico white i'm will posnan on three one two three Mr. mr manage